everyone, it's Jonathan, and welcome to Season 4 of I Heart Movies. I can't believe that this is the fourth year of the podcast. Today's episode is a look back at last year, talking about a whole bunch of the best movies and TV that I saw. That I saw. That's an important caveat, because I know there's a ton of movies and TV that I didn't get to see, and the internet loves to complain when you don't mention their favorite thing. So the movies and TV we're talking about are just my personal favorites in the past year, as well as a few of my least favorites, and those of my guest for this episode, Jaden Sapp. I've tried to do episodes like this ever since I started this podcast, but I've bounced from formats similar to this one, to an award show format, to me just ranking all the movies I saw on my own with no guests. And of all the ways I've tried to do episodes like this, I think it definitely works best with a friend and as a top 10 list. And with two people making different lists, you can potentially cover a lot more stuff that maybe you missed and they didn't. So that's what we're doing. Like I said, joining me today is my friend Jaden Sapp, so let's just get into it. I saw 19 movies from last year. I haven't counted my list yet. I'm still trying to catch up. I still have a few that I have a feeling some would probably have been in this podcast if they were as good as I've heard, but I just haven't gotten to them yet. I'm assuming you haven't seen Sing 2 or Adam's Family 2 yet? I actually did see Sing 2. Oh, I have not I seen Adam's it. Family 2 yet. It's on my list, so... Oh, <laughs> I've I've seen it twice already, twice in the theater. Well, let's do our worst first. I think for the worst list, we can just give our list from worst to best. And if you want to start, I mean, best to worst. I mean, least bad to most bad. <laughs> All right, because I was gonna say that that's how I usually do. I usually do the worst to best if i'm ranking every movie but like if it if i was doing like bottom five top five like i would be doing it like that uh bottom five i guess my fifth worst was space jam a new legacy which i didn't even hate i thought it was fine (laughs) actually that's my fifth fifth as well (laughs) a convenient yeah i thought it was fine overall yeah, the, I think I felt about the same way. It's It had moments that were good, but overall it was rather underwhelming. Anything with the Looney Tunes, I did enjoy. Yes. but like Especially the 2D was, stuff. Yeah, uh, really, uh, anything with LeBron, or like just LeBron's family, no thank you. And LeBron and whoever played his son cannot act. Yeah, I was very underwhelmed. And it was yeah. such a waste of Don Cheadle, too. I did not like his character. Yeah, I, I recall you saying that. Cause didn't, I think, I want to say, unless I'm thinking of someone else, I think you said you liked the Porky Pig rap more. <laughs> I probably did say that. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, all the voice actors from, like, it's, I guess, other than Zendaya, it's nice to hear, like, a full voice cast voice cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Just really forgettable. The fake out death though was so wow. This just cut to the chase. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's been a while that, since I saw it. That's probably the worst one, or like the most like obvious one I've seen in so long. Uh huh. Because like, please just cut to the 
Ace. He's not dead. I think I actually fell asleep around that part. All right. I've 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 never done I've never fallen asleep during a movie. Well, this is at home, and I was on the couch, so oh yeah, yeah. in the theater at least. It's I mean, obviously, if we were talking at home, yeah, there's got to be several. So, what's your next one? Um. Okay, my fourth worst. Uh, I have what? What? Earwig and the Witch. That's one that I still haven't watched yet. Yeah, I saw this one. Uh, it was the first 2021 movie I saw. I saw it in an empty theater. I was the only one in there. I do want to know, I've seen My Neighbor Totoro now, but when I saw this, I had not seen any Ghibli movie. I only saw this because I saw it was at the theater, and since I tried to see all the animated stuff, I was like, oh, I guess I should maybe go see this. Um... And it was really just kind of underwhelming. It was like, mm. I didn't, I can't say I hated it, but at the same time, I've kind of barely thought about it since I went to see it. I've kind of gotten that, that impression from other people. Yeah, the, the main problem with it is that nothing really of in, nothing really happened in it. Mm. Kind of stuff going on it's like people walking and talking and like the animation in it while not the worst worst the character designs especially just don't look good yeah uh, especially well i mean you said you hadn't seen any other studio ghibli but and now for, I for someone seen my neighbor totoro as of now so yeah i'm a big fan of studio ghibli and it it looks like a serious downgrade from regular Studio Ghibli. Yeah, um, I've my neighbor Totoro was great, by the way. I do want to note. So it's like, and I've heard great things about their other movies, and I want to watch them at some point. But like, I guess the designs just don't translate well into CG, or yeah, I I don't think they had a big budget because, from what I can tell, this was originally a TV movie in like China or Japan, something like that. I hadn't heard that, but it does kind of look similar to what you might expect. I've seen wor- I've seen I've seen worse when I I've seen Arctic Dogs. Keep in mind, so like you know that that Norm of the North Arctic Dogs level, if you get what I mean. Yeah, like kind of like D tier animated films. Like I've seen plenty of those. This looks better than some of those, I'd say. Yeah. But yeah, it was just really. It was kind of just nothing, really, to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw it, I left, that was about it. Right, so I guess what's your number four worst? Uh, mine is a movie called Extinct. It's a Netflix that, film. Um, the, the irony is that that's actually one I still need to watch. <laughs> actually, I Actually, there there's a couple on here that are on this list simply because I was looking for more movies that I could add to my worst list. <laughs> yeah, And I, I knew think... I was already going to want to watch them because I have, I'm going to do the, my yearly ranking animation podcast. So I knew I would probably need to watch them eventually anyways. So I kind of, for some reason decided to prioritize the worst ones. Yeah. I will say it's like for me, when it comes to watching animated movies, 
like recently I've been kind of struggling to find motivations to watch a lot of the ones that do not go to theaters. Yeah. I know what this one is. It's like koala. Well, no, it's these weird little donut-looking creatures. And I, oh, wait, uh, dang it, I'm thinking of the wrong one. So I was thinking about the act, Back to the Outback. I'm so sorry, Extinct. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet, but I this one... I, I chose this one because I thought it was going to be absolutely awful, and it turned out it was better than I thought, but I, like... Looking at the art and watching the trailer, these things are almost disturbing because they have a hole right through the middle of them. Yeah. And I don't know, that just kind of grossed yeah. me out. Yeah, I don't know if I like to look at that for an hour, hour and a half. I'm so sorry for getting the movies confused, by the way. No, that's fine. But yeah, uh, it's like, I've heard there's some weird jokes in the movie also. I mean, the... There are some jokes that actually kind of work, and it was actually wittier than I expected it to be. Uh, like, the director of it has mostly done some Simpsons stuff, from what I saw. I, that kind of makes sense. This if this felt like a movie for little kids, but they put in enough stuff to make it not painful for adults watching it. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's what most kids' movies should do if they're more aiming for the children. Yeah, and and I would not say this is a a good movie, but it's it's mediocre. (laughs) Like like most of most of my bottom list are not actually bad. They're just kind of mediocre. And this is this this kind of ranged from grown jokes to Actually, that's surprisingly funny, and it kind of went back and forth, so it ended up just being kind of mediocre for me. All right, I guess that's good. That's good that it wasn't terrible, because, like, from what I saw, it was like I was kind of like, ugh, about it. Yeah, so was I. Yeah, so it's like, okay, that's good to hear. What's your next one? Uh, number three, I have Jungle Cruise. Um, I now, still I haven't have... seen that one. Yeah, I know you said you were interested. I I am interested. I just haven't gotten around to seeing it yet. Yeah, it's on it's on Disney Plus. I know, shocker, a Disney movie's on Disney Plus. Never could have predicted. Now, let me just say this is like not awful. I just was kind of like run-of-the-mill bad to mediocre. I, I think the thing is, this movie was not for me at all. Because I told you, I think I told you, like, I wasn't really that interested, but I saw it in the end. I don't I don't even know why I saw it, but like, I was just really just indifferent. I just didn't like it. It's like, but like, I, I get the appeal of it, at least. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm not too into these kind of swashbuckling adventures. So it's like, eh. It's like, and I was just kind of bored through most of the movie. I will say, uh, Emily Blunt and The Rock are both good in their respective roles. I just want to say, I love Emily Blunt. I love anything she does, really. Mm-hmm. She's a great actress. And she was she was probably the best part of this movie for me, but like, unless if you're into those adventure type movies, there's for me at least nothing to grab you about this movie. Mm-hmm. 
And the editing at points was kind of noticeably bad, also, I think. Yeah, just, I, I didn't like it, but I've seen worse. I've heard mixed reviews, but I'm still interested in seeing it, because I actually do like that kind of film. Yeah, I think you'll like it, because I know, uh, this one, I've known plenty of people who both like it and don't, so go for it. Alright, I guess what's your number three? For number three, I have another movie that I watched just because I was looking for other bad animation. And it's another one that's just squarely mediocre. It's called Charming. And this was technically released a long time ago, but it only hit the U.S. via Netflix this year. So I'm still counting it as this year. I should know that about Earwig. It was technically in 2020, but it didn't hit us but yeah charming i've heard of i know what this one is this is made by vanguard animation uh Mm -hmm. who has done movies such as space chimps and happily never after (laughs) terrible i'm not sure if i've i don't think i've seen those yeah it's like happily never after is like the shrek ripoff that's not good I I know what they are and I've I think I've seen trailers for those. So I will say that the the animation on this is much better than those cuz those were like not early CGI but still very mediocre CGI. The animation on this was fine and they almost did, good at at times. Well, was it Gnome Alone they also did from 2018 that went that was supposed to go to theaters that got dumped on Netflix? That was also this these people. I think so. I don't know if I saw that one either. I know what yeah, you're I talking guess, about, but I don't remember if yeah. I saw it. I guess you can talk about You go on, I guess, talk about this one for a little bit. It had potential. It had, like most movies of its kind, it had a star-studded voice cast. And Isn't Thea in it? Yes, she actually played my favorite character, but she only had one scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I loved I loved her scene because it was so incredibly weird. So right. bizarre. It was like so out of left field because the the main characters get captured by these giants and she's like I think she's called like the half oracle. So she sees the future but she's only half right. And she has a song. It's so bizarre. It's like trippy, and it's like, where did this come from? <laughs> All right. See, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of after last year because I'm sure I don't know if you've heard of it, but she had that music movie that was like offensive. I I heard of it, and first I, when I first heard of Sia was making a movie, I was like, yes. Then I heard what it was about. I was like, what? <laughs> And the thing, and I, I, I never I, saw I, it. I do like her music, technically. I like her song in the My Little Pony movie. I liked, but yeah, I guess more. I've seen I've seen posters for this charming. I know what it is. It's like another fairy tale parody. Yeah, it's basically the Prince Charming from from all the fairy tales is apparently the same character. And at the beginning of the movie, he is engaged to all the princesses. And for some reason, 
he has to choose one, but like, why did he get engaged to all of them at the same time? That's never explained. And there are, he has to go on this weird quest to like help him figure out which one he wants to marry, but they don't go with him. I don't know why he has to go on the quest to figure this out. And he ends up falling in love with his guide, who is uh, like this thief person, I guess. But she's like disguised as a man. And by the end, when he figures out that, or when she she is revealed as a woman, he falls in love with her immediately. That sounds kind of dumb. <laughs> it is. It's very dumb. Like, the, the movie is so very dumb. There's no reason that it should actually be good, but there are sequences in it that kind of work and are kind of fun. Mm. But then it goes right back to being completely stupid again. So it's just, it's it goes back and forth between this is so stupid and dumb to, okay, I'm kind of enjoying myself, and then it goes dumb again. So yeah, that one's end, one I have not mediocre. seen it. This is another one I haven't seen yet. I didn't real. I don't think I had any intention to watch this one, unlike the some of the other one. But like, um, I I was like, I didn't see any, but I just saw the quality of the animation from like the picture, and like it was Vanguard. So I was like, ha, no. The animation was better than I expected. I expected really bad CGI, and this is actually decent. It's not Pixar level by any means. But, but it's... for a mid-tier animation, or like a C-tier or something like that, a lower tier, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't... I never saw a full trailer, but like they just like the poster for it on Netflix just had really bad animation. So I like... Mm-hmm. And again, I saw the studio, so it's like... Because, well, like, again, Space Chimps terribly and terrible animation yeah it's i don't recommend it but if you get roped into watching it you won't you won't hate you won't hate it probably all right considering their other two movies considering i've seen both happily never after and space chimps that i guess is a weird compliment so (laughs) congratulations (laughs) I think the moral of the day is the best non-Shrek animated fairy tale movie. Still, the first Hoodwinked. <laughs> I love Hoodwinked. I really like the first one, and the second one just the second one I watched once and completely forgot everything about it. I, I do remember, not remember what it's about. I, I remember it was about Hansel and Gretel or some. It was like Hans the. They investigate on the kidnapping of Hansel and Gretel, and they turn out to be the villains. Uh, yeah, it's like I remember asking you about it because I knew you really liked the first one, and like I remember you said you found it really disappointing, and then completely forgot about it. Uh, the director of the first one and Patrick Warburton didn't even like the movie, so the second <laughs> one. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But, but yeah, the fact that charming isn't the worst thing, I guess, is the weird compliment you can get so yeah all right my second i'm guessing yeah your second to worst tom and jerry (laughs) that's also mine (laughs) yeah i i this was one i disliked from the day one but i kind of grew to dislike it more the more time went on i did not i this was really boring (laughs) I think that's probably my main complaint about it as well. It's like, 
And, like, it has a big pacing problem because of being really boring. Like, it feels really long. And it didn't have enough Tom and Jerry, either. Yeah, so, like, whenever they were on screen, it was fine, but, like... Yeah, most of the stuff, the animated stuff, it was fine and fun. But then you had this unrelated story that was so boring. Yeah, it's like... And none of those characters were likable, by the way. No. Like, remember, Chloe Grace Merritt steals a resume um, to get in or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Heck, if you were to just compile the Tom and Jerry stuff, you might get about 10 to 15 minutes overall, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised if it was that little, yeah. Yeah. Michael Pena really annoyed me in the movie. His acting was not good. I feel like I've seen him in better stuff. I don't remember yeah. what the, what it is right now, but I feel like this is not indicative of him as an actor. Like, this was him at his worst. Yeah. Um, it has a lot of stuff I hate about modern kids, like gross-out humor, which I cannot oh, yeah. stand. And in this one, it was more awful than usual. I cannot mm-hmm. stand that type of humor. Even in movies I like, it's like, ugh, kill yes, me. Yes, same. Um... But yeah, um, it was really bad. I didn't like it at all. Uh, I know the writer. Apparently, the writer said Warner Brothers told them not to make a to make not make a Tom and Jerry movie. Okay, that doesn't really make any sense. But if you take Tom and Jerry out of the title, then it's just and <laughs> and the movie. That would be more fitting, considering how little they're in, to be fair. It seems like they just wanted to make a movie about a hotel, really. But someone thought it wouldn't do well, so they attached Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I don't know where any of that the ideas for this movie came from. All I know is that it didn't work very well. Alright, so I guess, yeah, Tom and Jerry, not good at all. Um, I guess my number one. Your worst of the worst. Yeah. This might, I guess I might get black, considering I'm not the demographic, but Paw Patrol, the movie, I didn't like it all. <laughs> I saw it, yes. I, ugh, I didn't like, it was, I guess I should say, I'm aware this is a film for like toddlers, but to me... If you're releasing a movie in theaters, you need to be held to a much higher standard. Yeah. And this movie is just one of... It's like a direct-to-video movie in theaters. It's not the worst of those, simply because the animation's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not at Norm of the North, Arctic Dogs, where the animation is garbage. Like, no, the animation's fine, but, like, in terms of the writing, the character... Like, it's just a direct-to-video movie that went to theaters, really. Yeah, I did not see that. I don't even plan on watching it before I do my animation ranking. Yeah, uh, if if uh, so, I guess to note, I'm dedicated to seeing all the animated films, and John, uh, Jonathan, uh, uh, it's mostly just the major ones. The major ones, plus a few others here and there, whatever I have time for. Because uh, there's some uh, you'll never guess. Jonathan does indeed not want to sit through. 
like I asked him, why didn't he watch Norm of the North? And I wonder why. I only have so many free hours in the day. I don't want to waste them with a creepy dancing polar bear. Or like any of those like lower tier anime. Like there's a few I know you'll watch, but like the ones that are like, like there's a difference between like mid tier and like low, low tier. Cause like, mm-hmm. like I know, like let's say the ugly dolls move. That's like, fine like mm-hmm. you can tell something like that one of those like okay there's passion after norm of the north no or arctic dogs no so i guess your worst what is it my worst we're finally getting into something not animation related my worst is a movie called christmas down under oh this my is god one I, that I, I saw you rated that i think i saw that on your letterbox I watched this for Rachel's podcast because she was doing non-Hallmark holiday movies, like off-network things on the Hallmarkies podcast. And I like the Pioneer Woman, so around the time that the Pioneer Woman's Christmas movie came out, she wanted to have me on to talk about it. But she doesn't do just one movie at a time because there's way too many for that. So... She gave me a whole list of movies that were all releasing around that time that were going to be talked about on the podcast. And I chose a bunch of them, including this one, because I thought it sounded interesting. And it turned out to be one of the worst (laughs) movies I've ever seen. It was so bad. The acting was terrible. The tropes about Australia were... I I don't... Some people might find them offensive. (laughs) I, I think, was this the movie you gave Half Star to that I saw you rate? Probably, I don't remember. I, I wouldn't have rated it very high. Yeah, as far as I know, this might technically be the worst movie I've seen you rate. It probably. it's It just, it was so dumb. That does not sound like fun to sit through. No, I only finished it because I was going to talk about it on the podcast, and I... I gave my honest opinion on it on the podcast. Oh, I'm going to have to maybe find that at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Usually I'm not used to seeing you. Not angry, because we're talking about it now, and you're not angry. But, like, that's, like, one of the most, I guess, meanest I've seen you at a movie. (laughs) Probably. Yeah, you've seen mostly chill when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean... I don't normally get upset about movies, and I don't, I don't normally like, watch bad movies. Yeah, like, purposely like, watch them. If I I roped myself into a corner when I said, "Hey, I'm gonna watch every theatrical animated film," but even then, I I don't like to get angry with movies personally. I just don't think mm-hmm. it's worth it. Or if I do get angry, it's like the week it comes out. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Now we're doing our best. Yeah. Do you have any that you would consider runners-up? Because I have my top ten, but I have a few that I would say they—they're—they're they're all really good, and I didn't want to like not mention them. So I wanted to like talk about some runners-up. A lot of the a lot of the movies I saw, like a lot of these, I think are just good, not great. Great, like slots ten through seven i think are just good good okay yeah i do have 10 uh, i guess in 11 i have free guy i really liked i still haven't seen that one 
Is that what uh, you want to watch? I do want to watch it. I was I wanted to watch it when it came out, but I never got to the theater. So now I'm waiting for it to hit Disney yeah. Plus. It comes out like next week, I think, on Disney Plus. So yeah, it comes out soon, but not soon enough for me to have watched it for this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Most of the other stuff I saw, I thought was just fine. Like Adam Adam's Family Two Rumble, I thought were both just fine. Those are two that I haven't seen because I have I didn't get to the theater. And I don't think Rumble even was in the theater. No, that one, like midway through November, they announced to put it on Paramount and they announced it only three weeks before the release. Yeah, it got bumped all over the schedule and then just abandoned on streaming. Yeah. Yeah, I guess your runner's up, I guess. For my runner's up, I have three movies and two TV shows. For the one TV show is animated and that one is Amphibia. I've heard of this one. Season three is currently airing. It's one of those shows that it reminds me a little bit of Gravity Falls, and that's why I really like it, but it's not quite as good as Gravity Falls. All right. I've never seen either. I want to. It's one that I definitely recommend. It's not like top on my top 10, but it's, it's way up there. I really like it. And season three so far has been really good. Season two is also really good. It was kind of a slow burn in season one, but then it kept getting better and better, and now it's really good. All right. And then I also have Loki. All right. I I was kind of flip-flopping back and forth because I had two series, like, right at the end of my top ten, and I decided that Loki would go in my runners-up. I really like it probably as much as my other one. Which All right. I'll I'll get to later. Well, I guess but these two are practically interchangeable. Yeah, the like in some ways, most Marvel things are like I have a couple Marvel things at the very top of my list, but the rest a lot of are my all list, good. Not Marvel because I'm not, a, but a lot of my movies, you, they're kind of interchangeable in terms of where I rank them. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I I do that a lot too. Like. I, I make my rankings, but depending on the day, I I could rank some things higher than others. But yeah, anyways, Loki was really good. I really liked it, and I just I wanted to mention it as a recommendation for people who like Marvel. It's it's definitely worth watching. All right. And then another Marvel thing. This one, a movie, Black Widow. Yeah, I right. really liked it, and for a while it was on my top ten, and then a couple other things kind of bumped it off but it's still way up there i really enjoyed it all right and then speaking of emily blunt i have a quiet place part two on my runners up this is another one that was on my top 10 for a while i've heard all i've heard good things about all this stuff yeah i really liked a quiet place and a quiet place 2 was a really good sequel yeah it's like a lot of these it's like i don't have anything against them just not really my thing if you get what i mean yeah. Like, once when I saw the Quiet Place trailer in the theater, I kind of had to get up and, like, because it was, like, kind of too loud for me, and, like, I had to, if you get what I mean. It's kind of ironic, considering that the movie itself is so quiet. <laughs> for most mm. of the movie, it's, like, so quiet. But oh my god, the, did, it they uses... the, did they just put the loudest parts in the trailer? Probably. They use they use the loudness to their advantage because it's it really shocks you when it happens 
because the All most right. of the movie is just so quiet. All right. Yeah, I love Emily Blunt. I just want to say, even I'm gonna say, even in Sherlock Gnomes, she's good in. <laughs> okay. My last runner-up is Raya and the Last Dragon. That was another one that was on my top ten for a while, and then slowly got bumped off. But it's it's really good. I really liked it. I love Aquafina. I think she's hilarious. I loved her as the dragon. Yes, same. I love that character. You're going to see this one pretty high on my list. I'll just say that. In that that doesn't surprise me. It is really good. And it yeah. was a lot higher. And it will be a lot higher on my final animation list, I'm sure. But I have so much other stuff that got mixed into the top ten of everything. I will including... note, I think I might watch more movies than you, but you might at the same time. I don't know which one. Yeah, I watch more movies as soon as they come out, but I think long term you might watch. You at least do more variety than me, so I'm not mm. surprised if some of these lists are like kind of much different. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're gonna be seeing Ryan on my list. Uh, um. So I guess we'll be talking about it again in a little bit. All right. So I guess top ten time. Yes, starting with number ten and working our way up. All right, at number 10, I have Bevo. Okay, that's one that I have not seen yet. It's on my list that I will be watching before I do my animation ranking. Yeah, it's like, I liked it. It was cute. I don't really, it's kind of, I haven't really thought about it much since I first watched it, but, like, I liked it. It was a sweet little movie that's nicely animated. There's a lot I liked about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you just don't have really a lot to say. I haven't seen it since it first came out, but it's like, I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I was looking forward to this one, and I wish it would have made it to theaters, because I think I would have made more of an attempt to get out and see it. But it was another one that kind of just got abandoned. Yeah, a lot of the movies I haven't, like, let's say, I have yet to see, what, Wish Dragon. Uh, That's another one I have not seen yet, but I plan to. Yeah, Wish Dragon. As I mentioned earlier, I hadn't seen about back to the outback it's like if those went to theaters i would have definitely and like the ones i watch immediately are because they're they were going to be in theaters mm-hmm. so i guess and like those ones like their theatrical releases like they either never had one or they were canceled way before the pandemic so mm-hmm. if you get what i mean yeah but yeah i really like to be though um it's a sweet the songs are good yeah well lin-manuel miranda so you will be seeing at the top of my list again. You probably know. I'm guessing you know what it is, given who I am. Yes. All right, your number 10. For my number 10, I also have a Lin-Manuel Miranda musical. I have In the Heights. I, I loved this movie. I went to the theater, I saw it, and then when it came out on HBO Max, I think it was I remember it had been a simultaneous release. I watched it again. So yeah, they did yeah. that one. They did the same simultaneous. Yeah, I I really liked this movie. I didn't know what to expect going in. I just knew it was Lin Manuel Miranda, and I really liked it. I thought the music was great. I liked the characters, and it was more emotional than I expected. Especially, well, I'm not going to give it away, but I I loved everything with the grandmother. She was she was great. I mean, I guess she's not the grandmother. She's sort right. of a grandmother figure. All right. But I, I have a thing for a grandmother figures in movies anyway, so I I, I really like this movie. Totally recommend In the Heights. Excellent. 
if I ever get into musicals, I'll probably check this one out. Or, like, these type of musicals. Yeah. So what's your number nine? Uh, given, uh, keep, uh, I'm going to say this, the boss baby family business. I, <laughs> yeah, I get these next three. It's like, I feel like if I've seen a lot of movies, these wouldn't be, but yeah, the boss baby family business, uh, before you guys ask, no, Jonathan did not watch this one. Yeah. I'm not even planning on <laughs> catching uh, it before I do him, my ranking. I'll get him one day. I'll get you one day, my pretty, and my and your little dog too. But yeah, um, the boss baby family business. Uh, I thought the first one was just kind of fine. This one worked a lot better. They, like a lot of the jokes, they toned down the gross out. There was a lot less gross out, and it was more kind of like random crazy stuff, which I appreciated. All the voice cast is good. Uh, animation's great. There's some moments where it's like they really get to go all out and crazy. But yeah, that's my number nine. Well, for my number nine, that's where I have the other Marvel series that I was wavering back and forth as to whether I should have Loki here or what I ended up with is Hawkeye. I, this one kind of surprised me because Hawkeye's never been one of my favorite Marvel characters. He's just kind of been there just one of the extra extra characters so i didn't even make this a priority to watch when it came out i ended up watching it much later even though it was a christmas series so you're supposed to watch it around christmas i didn't watch it till after christmas i ended up really liking it and i really liked the new characters that were introduced and the new villains including one that i'm not sure if she was supposed to be a villain or not it seemed like maybe she was going to be redeemed, and I think they're setting her up for something more later. So that'll be really interesting. And of course, I really liked, in Black Widow, her sister, Yelena Belova. She was my favorite character from that, and I loved that she came back for this series. So that's part of what pushed it over the top for me and why it became a lot higher. But yeah, I really liked Hawkeye, and it's one that you, if you're a Marvel fan, you don't want to miss that one. All right. Um, I guess my number eight. Seems like I like this one more than most, but uh, Spirit Untamed. Even mine, I mostly watch the kids' movie. And I'm kind of more, I guess, leeway for these type of movies because I'm kind of more nicer to these type of kids' movies than most people. Mm-hmm. It's like, and this one was especially because it's a horse girl movie. And I was like, something tells me I'm going to like this more than most. And yeah, I did. Um, it's generic, yeah, but like, it had a sweet part to it where I was like, okay, I liked it. The voice work I liked, McKenna Grace specifically, that her character was probably my favorite of the main three girls. Um, yeah, not, another one I don't really have much to say. I liked it. Not, It's not great, but like, I had a good time, and if you have little girls, given the audience I saw this with, they are going to eat this movie up. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. It's not high on my priority to catch up on. I am kind of interested, just because I want to know what... <laughs> like, it's mm. so different. It looks so different than the original Spirit movie. It's which more I'm... so like a reboot. 
to the yeah. TV show, like a retelling of like I'm a, the first season or whatever, something like that. Which is such a weird concept already. <laughs> yeah, same. I agree. It's like, and I've seen trailers for the show, so it's like I know it's a very similar plot. Mm. My number eight is where I have Sing Two. You'll be seeing this one on mine in a little bit. I really liked the original thing. I was really excited for another one. Just, it's so, it doesn't seem like something that would be that great. It's like, oh, a singing animals movie. So, sounds so generic. But there's something about it that I just really like. I think it's the fact that they get such great actual singers to do these characters. And then the soundtrack just is so good. Like, if if this movie did not have the soundtrack it does, I don't think I would like it. Like, it would be just another meh, fine, whatever. But the soundtrack is what pushes this one over the top for me. I just, I loved it. It was yeah, just I, so good. Yeah, you'll be seeing this one on mine in about a, a few slots from now. Yeah, I really like this one. I'll just say that in advance. Uh, I find, I personally find these characters really likable in both movies. Yeah, that's, that that's, helps that's another me. thing that helps it. I, I also, I love the old lady lizard like i like i have a thing for old lady characters i I loved her she's so funny probably she's really funny i liked i liked her i liked the running joke there was a running joke with her involving like being more aggressive or something and i found really (laughs) freaking funny yeah she's great i love her yeah and that's voiced by the director by the way oh really i don't think i knew that yeah, Garth Jennings does the voice of that character. He does a good old lady voice. But yeah, I guess we'll be talking about this one again in a little bit when we get to mine. So I guess my number seven. Uh, another one uh, Jonathan has no desire to watch. Keep this Peter Abbott to the runaway. Okay. <laughs> Unless if you do an every... Beatrix Potter or something and like I know you said I'm gonna have to have you on for this because I don't think anyone's gonna be willing to watch these yeah probably the first Peter Rabbit I liked a lot more than I thought I would because like going back to what I said earlier when we were talking about Tom and Jay it's like it looked like one of those type of kids movies but like I ended up thinking it was surprisingly fun and a little clever there's some meta humor in there that I like and the second one's just as good, if not slightly. I'd say it's probably better. There's a lot of meta humor I really like on this one as well. Specifically, they do poke fun at how uh, annoying James Corden is. <laughs> it's like you know how it'll go, but like, yeah, it, I enjoyed it. I had a fun time. It depends on who you are for this one. Also, if you're a purist, avoid these movies. You're not gonna like them. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to like them very much if you ever watch them, by the way. Yeah, I have a feeling I probably won't, but we'll see. Maybe you'll just be mad on them, I think. That's probably the most likely scenario, actually. Yeah, because, again, you, I don't see you hate a lot of movies, so I doubt you'll flat-out hate them, but like, I don't think you'll be too big on them either, I think. Yeah, probably. Alright, so you're number seven? That's the number we're on, I think? Yeah. This one is another TV series. This one is Big City Greens. Alright, I know this one also. I I feel like I'm surprised at how much I love this show. I don't really know why I love the show so much. It just, it kind of reminds me 
of it's like the Beverly Hillbillies mixed with Looney Tunes, maybe. And yeah, I haven't I've seen much of The Simpsons, but maybe a tiny bit of Simpsons. Yeah, I've seen clips of it, so I know I know what it's. I know it's like these green kind of country bumpkin type people. I yeah. think. Yeah, they move to the big city because they lose their farm in in the first episode. And yeah, I know the gist of it. Yeah, and it's just them trying to fit in in the big city. And it's just, the humor is so random and hilarious and smart and quirky. And the characters are so endearing that I just love the show. It's, I, I can only see it through Disney+, Plus, so I'm just always waiting for Disney+, Plus to add some new episodes. And I know they're starting season three now, so I'm just waiting for them to drop some episodes. I, I miss Big City Greens. I haven't watched any since probably middle of last year, whenever season two came out. I need, right. I need a Big City Greens fix. Disney Plus, you're, it makes Jonathan happy. If you're watching this, you need you need to listen to him. He, he needs his Big City Greens. <laughs> I do want to note, a lot of these shows, like the one you mentioned, like I have, I want to watch them, but I just lack motivation. I'm that way with a lot of things too. I have yeah, too many things uh, going on, so they get pushed down the priority list. Even though I'm exactly the same, but uh, my number six, as I mentioned earlier, Sing Two. Okay. Um, I loved the first one, and I thought this one was just as good. I I want to know the animation, like specifically the final show, is a treat for the eyes. Yeah. I loved that final show. It looked really nice visually. I feel like a lot of a lot of the appeal is like this movie is almost a series of music videos, and they're all really good. Yeah, it's like like uh, and the soundtrack's really dang good. Like it's covers, but they're good covers mostly. Yeah, and like yeah, I really like all of them. And like as I stated earlier, I found these characters really likable. And yeah, if they do another one, sure, I'd like more of these characters. I liked the Clay Calloway character. I liked what they were going for with him. Mm-hmm. All right, I guess you're number six. My number six, I have another TV show. This is The Bad Batch. This is the Star a Star Wars series. It's the follow-up of The Clone Wars. And I ended up liking this a lot more than I thought I was going to. It follows the characters of The Bad Batch, who only showed up in the last season of The Clone Wars. And I, they were decent characters but they weren't like characters that i personally saw spin-off potential for they were just kind of interesting clone variants and the fact that they made a series about them i was like Meh, they should have picked somebody else but then i ended up really liking it and i really enjoy what they're doing with with the series basically talking about the rise of the empire through the eyes of the clones and how that affects them as characters. And then there's a new clone character who's a female, which at first glance you would think they're just putting this character in as somebody who little kids will like and they can sell toys of. And it's just like the, I don't know, just a a random kid character that doesn't need to be there. But I really like what they're doing with her character. And it's really interesting to explore her backstory and why she was created. It's just, it adds new layers to the Star Wars mythology that I wasn't expecting. 
and I'm really liking it, and I'm really interested to see where it's going to go in the future. All right. Uh, so my number five, um, I have Ron's Gone Wrong. I really liked this one. I really liked the character of Ron a lot. I thought he was delightful. And Zach Galifianakis does a great job. Uh, I also just want to say, Zach Galifianakis, do more voice work, because I really liked him in uh, Missing yeah. Link also. Uh, I love Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, he's really funny. And Ron's Gone Wrong is not on my list, but I did like it more than I thought I was going to. It was a little closer to mediocre for me, but I did enjoy a lot of it. I th- All right. There are some things fair. I think it could have done better, but it was not a bad movie by any means. And Zach Galifianakis is great in it. Yeah, um, I really liked Barney and Ron's relationship. I thought that was really sweet. Uh, something I like, like, there's characters, like, there's the popular girl and the bully. They're not just stereotypes. They're actual characters. The mm-hmm. more you get to know them, that's something I really liked. And without going into spoilers, the ending of the movie was really sweet. Oh, and Olivia Coleman as the grandmother, I thought was really good. I love the grandmother. <laughs> Yeah, going back to your old lady thing, I guess, really, uh, the, the Donka, I think, is her name. I think so. Yeah, I really liked that character. Yeah, anytime there's a little old lady, it's probably a good bet it's going to be one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I can't blame you. Uh, but yeah, I really liked Ron's Gone Wrong. If you have Disney+, Plus, I recommend it, since Disney did nothing for it, really. I guess you're number five. My number five, I feel like it should be higher, but all of the the next batch, I guess, are all kind of interchangeable. So the fact that it's number five does not mean that it's in any way lesser than these other ones. It's it's extremely know, good in its own way. No matter where we rank them, like it doesn't change the fact we like all these movies. Yeah, definitely. This is where I have the Mitchells versus the Machines. I loved this movie. It's so unique. It's It kind of is the spiritual successor to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse just because of the animation style. I loved how it mashed up like 2D elements with the 3D characters. It yeah. just it feels so different than pretty much anything else that's out these days. And I loved the characters. I loved the different set pieces and sequences i absolutely loved the furby scene of course the furbies were hilarious that was my favorite part of the whole movie i remember (laughs) were a thing i remember when those were in mcdonald's kids meal toys i remember those yeah there's there's so much about this movie that i just love and it's one of the best animated movies of the year it's it's not quite my favorite but it's way up there for me. It's it's really good. Definitely I, I a can't-miss one. I guess I will say I have seen this one. I've uh, been in the minority. I thought it was just okay. I really wanted to love it, but like something about it didn't click with me, if that's fair. Mm. I don't know. I really wanted to love it. It's not a bad movie at all. I thought it was okay. But, like, I don't know. I was in a really bad mood the day I watched it, so that might <laughs> not help. But it wasn't a bad movie just i wish i got more out of it if that's fair yeah well maybe watch it on a day when you're not in a bad mood and see how you feel i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens but it's not a bad 
I do like. I just want to say Danny McBride, really good, and as the father. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what number are we on now? Four. Yeah. All right, my number four is Luca. Luca is another one that I have not yet seen. Like that one, I was putting off because I was going to watch it with my cousins, and somehow we just haven't yet. And I haven't. Oh. I haven't gotten to watch it myself yet either. So. I'm oh, gonna wow. eventually watch it alone because some, I need to watch it. I thought you had seen it, but I guess not. no. It's one of the ones that is like the most egregious oversight of my entire year that I have not seen Luca yet. I need to. Yeah, I guess I guess I won't say much about it because I don't want to spoil too much. I thought it was a very sweet, charming movie. All the characters are really likable. The story, while simple, is endearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it has an. I really like the animation style a lot. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm trying not to say a lot because I don't want to <laughs> spoil it. But I really liked it. I'll just say that it's a really good one. Okay, yeah, that's that's what I've heard, and I'm looking forward to watching it. I just I wanted watch- to watch it with my cousins because we always watch the Pixar movies together, and somehow we just never got to it. And Is yeah, I definitely will be watching it soon. Do you know if you're going to try to watch Turning Red with them when that comes out in a month? I'm going to try. It might end up being just watching it myself again. But It is going to be on Disney+. Plus. They're not doing it in theaters, which makes me a little disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a bit disappointing, but... <laughs> Better than not getting it at all, I suppose. Yeah. But I think... I. Th- I feel like it'll be easier to watch that one with them because I know they're looking forward to that one more than they were looking forward to Luca because they right. watched the trailer and they really liked it. So we'll see. Right. I, I'm definitely going to watch both Luca and Turning Red, but yeah, right. just haven't gotten to Luca yet and I, I will be soon. Yeah. Uh, so you're number four. Number four, I have Spider-Man No Way Home. This movie and I ended up liking way more than I expected I was going to. Like I've liked the new Spider-Man movies, but they weren't like top tier cuz like I grew up with the Tobey Maguire ones. Like I think the Tobey Maguire movie was like one of the very first no, I think it was the first PG-13 movie I ever saw in a theater. And it was at the time when I was not really allowed to watch PG-13 movies, but I think an exception was made for that one. I loved it. So the Spider-Man movies, the most recent ones, I've liked them, but I haven't loved them. This one I loved. They brought back Tobey Maguire. They brought back Andrew Garfield. They made it work in such a way that just made perfect sense for this universe. The trailers, when they first came out, I thought it looked kind of dumb. And I was like, where are they going with this? But they turned it around in the movie. The trailers were kind of deceptive as to how they were going to be dealing with the multiverse thing. It ended up being so good. One of my favorite Marvel movies of the year. It's top-tier Marvel for me. I loved it. All right. Uh, So my number three is My Little Pony, A New Generation. I just want to... So I guess I should clarify... Big fan of the G4 series. It's one of my favorites. I love it. I think it's very charming, well-made. Characters very endearing, nicely animated. So I was interested to see what they do with this new generation, and it's not at this point. I really liked it. Uh, 
yeah, it is a little bit of a generic plot, but like it's executed fun enough and the characters are still really likable and the animation's great. Yeah, it's just a delight. If if you like My Little Pony before and like and if you're curious, I do recommend this. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. It's not high on my priority list, but I kind of want to watch it with my cousin to see yeah, what I she was thinks of it, because she loves My Little Pony. I know you said you wanted to do a podcast with her, like, every yeah. My Little Pony generation. Like, so I feel, if you don't watch it for the 2021 animation, I feel like you'll end up watching it eventually, is my guess. Probably, yeah, with I her. probably will. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Do you like the G4 series, Friendship is Magic? Yeah, I haven't watched the whole thing. I've watched some episodes, and I've liked the episodes that I've seen. I, I know you saw the theatrical movie from 2017. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the, the way everybody was talking about it, I thought it was going to be like this amazing show that was like so smart and witty and brilliant. And it it wasn't as adult as I thought it was going to be. Like, not that it was... Not adult as in, like, dirty jokes and stuff, but, like... <laughs> that does not you, you know what I mean? Like, I thought it was going to be more yeah. for an older audience, and it really wasn't. Yeah. But it was but still it was still well done, and it's still definitely worth watching, but it and wasn't... like, parents can watch it and, like, kind of enjoy yes. it with their yes. kids. But, it, like, the way people were talking, I thought it was going to be one of those shows, like, that anybody of any age would totally love watching it no matter if they're watching it with kids or not. And I didn't find it to be that for me. It was All good right, enough that... that I could watch some episodes and have a good time, but not good enough that I was like, I need to watch every episode of this. Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. It's like, I will say it is impressive that that, like, an actual well-made for both kids and adults can watch and like it fine compared to mm -hmm. the previous generations, which I have not seen, but they seem like kind of the obnoxious girly stereotyping to me, if you get what I mean. Like, I kind of... I, I can't stand gender stereotyping. I, I, I haven't seen the shows themselves, but I've seen the movies, or some, some of the movies, or at least one, it was a lot darker than I thought it was going to be. Oh, I know Danny DeVito was in one of them. <laughs> yeah. So there it's not it's probably not as stereotypical as you would think, but I haven't watched all of the old series to know for sure. All I have right. a feeling it's the one from the 90s probably would lean more towards the stereotypes, but the one from the 80s I feel like if if the movie that I saw was anything to go by, it's darker than you would expect. But I, right. I can't say for sure, because I haven't watched the series. Alright, that's interesting. I feel feel I might watch the theatrical 90 movie or whenever it came out, eventually out of like a spectacle curiosity. But like I don't really have any intentions on watching the old show. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess you're number three. My number three, I have another Marvel movie. This is my favorite Marvel movie of the year. This was Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh. Oh. What? Go on. Go on. I, for some reason, I thought Eternals, because I know you really liked Eternals. I, I did like Eternals, but not as not as much as the others that I have on this list. It's Eternals right. would be like right below my runners-up. I liked right. it a lot more than other people did. Like a lot of people hated Eternals, and yeah. I did not hate Eternals. I I did enjoy it. 
It's uh, for me. It's it's worth watching. It's a really good looking movie. All right. I can understand why people thought parts of it didn't make sense, but yeah, it's not top ten for me, but it's still good. Uh, obviously, I can't say, but like, I, so, sorry for the confusing again. <laughs> but yeah, Shang Chi. I guess you can go on that. Yeah, I loved this movie. It uh, part of that has to do with Aquafina again. I love Aquafina, but oh, the movie. I'm about to talk about her. What? I'm about to talk about her. Oh, right. oh yeah, okay. But yeah, she she was so good in this movie. But everybody was so good. I didn't know what to expect because, like, I didn't know who Shang Chi is, and like, I'm not. I'm not the kind of Marvel fan who, like, knows the backstories of every character or knows all the obscure characters. Like, I'm basically introduced to these characters when the new movie comes out. So that this was my introduction to this world. And I really liked it. I thought it was really creative. I really liked the, I guess, the alternate dimension where all the mythical creatures lived. And I love the fact that they brought in the bad guy from Iron Man 3 and made his whole thing make sense, because I know there was, like, an uproar when Iron Man 3 came out, and the Mandarin was revealed not to be the actual Mandarin from the comics, but I loved how they tied that in and made the whole thing make sense. And, yeah, this just this movie is so different than all the other Marvel movies in a really good and creative way, and it's just really fun, really awesome spectacle like it's definitely one that i would recommend seeing on the big screen i know it's way past being on the big screen but even if you can't see it on a big screen it's still worth watching it's, it's so much fun and so cool to look at all right so i guess my my number two and one are really interchangeable so i guess do you want to do your number two first then maybe okay uh my number two is another Marvel property, but a series. This is where I have WandaVision. WandaVision, right. I absolutely loved this show. I wish that all the Marvel series have could be as, I don't know, enthralling and edge of my seat as WandaVision was. Like, they're good. Like, all, all of the Marvel series that I've watched are good in their own ways, but WandaVision was so different. It felt, it's, it's like something that shouldn't have worked but it worked so spectacularly well because for anybody who doesn't know, like, I don't know how you wouldn't know what WandaVision is, but it's basically Wanda, who's the Scarlet Witch in the Marvel Universe, she and Vision, who is a robot, they're in this alternate dimension where they're, like, living out their lives as sitcom characters through the ages I've heard about WandaVision a lot compared a lot more than I've heard about the other two the other Marvel shows from last year. Probably because like everybody was talking about it because it was so different. Yeah, like, I remember that. I remember when it came out. It doesn't feel like something that should work. It's like the Scarlet Witch, this magical person from the comics and a robot find themselves in 1950s sitcom and they're, like, live throughout the ages and sit... Like, it sounds so weird and bizarre, and, like, why would this even be a thing? But they made it work so well, and they tied everything and made, like, the explanation for why it was happening work so well. 
And even though people didn't like the end where, like, the villain was revealed and, like, it was the CGI showdown, I didn't care. I loved the villain. I thought she was so good. WandaVision was, like, so different than anything else that I've seen from the Marvel Universe, and it's probably my favorite Marvel thing. It's, right. it's, it's If it's not my favorite, it's, like, way up there. It's so good. It's so different. It's so worth watching. All right. I guess if I ever get into that kind of stuff, I guess I'll check it out. Uh, so I get, uh, as I said, my two and one are really interchangeable. So uh, given I, I think I know what your number one is, I'm going to mention the one. I'm going to do Raya and the Last Dragon first. Um, okay. I loved this movie. Uh, I thought the whole cast was super likable. Uh, I love Raya. Great. And by the way, between this and Crudes 2, Kelly Marine Tran, do more voice work, please. Mm. I would like that a lot. But yeah, uh, Aquafina as Sisu. Uh, Sisu is a character that could have very easily gotten annoying, but I found her very funny and likable. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the, the characters they meet along the way, like what was Boone, the kid, Noi, the baby, and Tong, the what the one guy uh i liked all of them the con baby i thought was hilarious i liked that baby a lot more than i thought i was going to i was like what is this this is almost yeah. like boss baby like is are they trying to rip, rip off the success of the boss baby <laughs> but no it was it was its own thing and i really liked that i was about to say do you think disney would be like hey we need the to rip to rip off the boss baby <laughs> they, that's kind of what I thought from the commercial, but thankfully it was its own thing. She was her yeah, own character. Um, yeah. Um, the world building I really liked. I really liked each world they went to. I, I personally, this might be a bit of a hot take because I know a lot of people. I thought the trust message was well done personally. Yeah. No, I, I, I disagree with all the people who thought it was stupid. I liked it. Same. I completely disagree. Yeah, excellent movie. I loved it. By the way, Aquafina, do more voice work also. And she's going to be in The Bad Guys. Yes. I'm so looking forward to that movie. Yeah, Not so, just because of her, but she's she's a big part of why. Yeah, I, I really like a lot of the cast. That I like the trailer I've seen. I like the animation style a lot. There's a lot I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, Aquafina, I really liked her. And I hope she does. She's mostly done a lot of the other stuff I've seen her in is like small roles like the Angry Birds movie too and spongebob sponge on the run like those are just like kind of minor roles so it's like sisu was like the first like big role i saw from her um mm-hmm. but yeah it's a lovely movie i recommend it i saw both this and the next movie i'm about to mention twice in the theater all right so i think i know you number one which is why i'm mentioning it second mm-hmm. i guess go on i'm sure it's the same in kanto yes I loved Encanto. Yes, that's the, my favorite movie of the whole year. It's excellent. Definitely. I've seen it like five times, five, six times. I've Twice in the theater, I've seen it a couple times. I watched all the special features on the Blu-ray the other day. I don't have the Blu-ray yet, but I've watched it on Disney Plus and in the theater. I, yeah. there's, not been, there's not been many of these movies that I've seen twice. I haven't really had time. But I've made time to watch Encanto more than once because I just loved it so much. Yeah, I haven't seen... I've kind of, like, loved movie. I've seen Peter Rabbit, 
Boss Baby sing and the Raya and Encanto twice in the theater. And like, I think I've seen like a few of these like one other time on Blu-ray, but like, that's about it. Um, but yeah, it's, I love Encanto. These, I love Mirabelle. She is such a likable protagonist. Um, mm-hmm. She's so adorable. And like, ah, I love her. And like all the other family members, like I also, Bruno, I like a lot. Which is fun <laughs> fact. Uh, Bruno's name was originally going to be Oscar. Yeah, I found that out the other day. That song would not work as well with nearly any other name, by the way. No, you need uh, Bruno. All the other fan, like Luisa, Antonio, Isabella, uh, all of them I really like. I loved how they were able to make them all feel like characters and not just, I don't know, somebody in the background to move her story along. They felt like their own characters, yeah, and they each had their own arcs as well. Yeah, and also, I guess, similar to what I mentioned with Ron's Gone Wrong, uh, they made, like, very, like, characters that could have easily been stereotypical, like, the strong one or the perfect one. Like, they made those actual characters. Yeah. And, uh... Each the all the songs are excellent between Family Madical, uh Columbia, uh Waiting on a Miracle, Surface Pressure, uh Don't Talk About Bruno, uh mm-hmm. What Else Can I Do? Dulce I'm blanking on the title, but it's the one that got nominated for Best Original Song and All of You, All Songs Excellent. Great so I've listened to that soundtrack so much. Yeah, I've listened to the soundtrack on YouTube a whole bunch of times. I need to just buy the thing. I haven't bought a soundtrack in ages, but I think I need to buy the Encanto soundtrack. It's so good. Yeah, yeah it's so good. And like all the Stephanie Beatrix could not be more per- Stephanie Beatrix is so good as Mirabelle. I want to see her do more theatrical voice work. I know she was in the Lego movie too. And a very small role in Ice Age 5, but that's about it. She's excellent. Yeah. John Leguizamo, also great as Bruno. Uh, every other one, not a lot of recognizable. I guess Disney, since they choose people who fit the role uh, more than just like random celebrities, it's like each character, yeah. it's like I didn't know a lot of the other cast members other than those two, but they all did excellent. Uh, I want to give a shout uh, Jessica Duro as Luisa was excellent. Mm-hmm. Like, especially with what the character, like her, like, having the like pressure and stuff like that voice work fit that character really well yeah but yeah i just that's love one of, that was that's probably my favorite song like yeah, I, I, everybody loves no don't talk about bruno which is amazing and i love that song too but i think surface pressure is my favorite song i was cracking up so hard uh with the donkeys in that song just being background dancers <laughs> found that hysterical but yeah, I loved Encanto so much. And I, I loved how they made the grandmother... Like, a character like that you could easily turn into like the perfect, wise matriarch. And I loved how they made her flawed. And I loved her backstory. Yeah. And I also... I, I, I didn't realize this at first, but I looked up who did her voice. They had a different person doing her singing, singing voice. And I... I, it's the same person who played the grandmother in In the Heights. I've I've noticed. And it was, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, that is absolutely perfect because she just had the perfect voice. I I, I loved her. 
yeah, it's like it's so good. Uh, and I want to mention the grand uh, abuela. Uh, she has good like yes, she's a little hard on Mirabelle, but at the same, at least she has good reasons for doing what she does. Mm-hmm. Unlike let's say Buck Cluck from Chicken Little. <laughs> Yeah. That was not a connection I was expecting to be made, but I like, guess. Just like a, like a Disney parent, I get like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, she has good reasons for doing what she does. But Cluck has none. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, for both Encanto and Raya, I would say I would totally be down for a TV show for both. Yeah, they both are... Sh- movies that would make perfect sense to have a spin-off show. And you can't say that about every movie, but this both of them have enough characters and enough world potential yeah. that you could explore much better in a show than just yeah. making another movie. Although I wouldn't say no to another movie of either either. Yeah. But I, I'm yeah. not specifically wanting another movie, but if they have an idea, sure. Like mm-hmm. we didn't like I thought we didn't need a Frozen two and that was really good so <laughs> yeah I liked Frozen two better than the original Frozen actually I mean, I, I like I like Frozen one more but like I still loved Frozen two so it's like and like that's a good example of a sequel I was kind of like is this really needed but the ideas they had like okay yeah this justified its existence for me it was the music I, the music was what justified its existence I loved the soundtrack to Frozen two. Oh yeah, it was pretty good. Lost in the woods much? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's every all the movies I guess we've watched from last or like the main ones, like the top and the bottom. Yeah. I have I have a bunch of others, but they're all more meh mediocre. Or mad to decent, I guess. Yeah. There's like I guess there are some that I didn't mention that are I would still watch again, but I wanted to pick out the ones that I would. I wanted to recommend. Some of the, the ones most. I mentioned earlier before you went into the like some of the other ones I've seen. It's like I thought they were okay, like Adam's Family or Rumble stuff like that. It's like there wasn't like again. I didn't see a lot of like flat out terrible movies, which I'm glad considering I go to the mm. theater for a lot of these. Yeah, I tend to purposely avoid movies that I know I'm not gonna like. Uh, is there any particular movies you're looking forward to coming out this year, I guess? Um, and I'll Spider-Man. turn red for sure. Oh, yeah. I, I need, I need like, a list in front of me to look. But yes, uh, Spider-Man, the sequel to End of the Spider-Verse, that's probably one of my top most looked forward to films. Yeah, there's a lot I plan on seeing. Yeah, I hope, I hope a lot of these are just as good as a lot of the movies we just talked about. Yeah. I, I can't see how sp- the next Spider-Verse wouldn't be, but yeah, that, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. I love the original Spider-Verse. Yeah, I with... liked it. I'm not I'm not looking forward to Super Pets that much, I will say. Wasn't... I think I was looking forward to it more until I saw the trailer. Yeah, I was not impressed with that trailer. Yeah, no, not really. I guess not movies, but I do want to mention the, uh, the two theatrical disney shorts us again and far from the mm. tree oh uh, yeah i really yeah. like both of those definitely those were very good us again was amazing and far mm-hmm. from the tree was a nice surprise because i wasn't expecting to get uh, i was short. the one who 
talking about the short, actually. Yeah, I didn't even know that they were going to have a short, so that was a nice surprise. A yeah. nice little bonus for watching And the something movie. I appreciate about most of Disney's theatrical shorts, they're silent shorts, and that includes these two. Yeah, I really like silent silent animated films. Shit the- on the Sheep, specifically being a really good one. Oh, yeah. I love Shaun the Sheep so much. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I really liked doing this. I, I do. I would like to make this a yearly thing if you want. Yeah, this was fun. And yeah, we will have you back sooner than next year because we're going to be doing a, another episode yes. soon. Yeah, I will. I will be back. So if you like hearing my voice, congratulations. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, it's not a Norm of the North podcast. I, I, I keep on telling Jonathan, like, hey, can we do a Norm of the North podcast? I feel like everyone would really like that. But but for some reason, he doesn't want to, unfortunately. I, I have a feeling that there's not much of an audience for a Norm of the North podcast. <laughs> I think I remember what you specifically said when I first asked. Because, again, I joke around with people a lot. Maybe if I start I hate movies instead of I heart movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, th- thanks for having me on. I had a really good time. It was nice finally talking to you in voice because this was something I've wanted to do for a long while. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I guess we'll, uh, for the audience, we'll see you all later. Thank you so much for watching. Follow, I'm assuming if you're watching this, you already know John. John, Follow Jonathan on all social media. He's a great guy. I like talking to him a lot. (laughs) Yeah, do you want to let people know where they can find you if they want more from Uh, you? I have a Twitter at JadenSap2. I have a letterbox, which is JadenSap, and I have an Instagram, JWSap12, I think is my thing. But like, if you type JadenSap, you might be able to get it still. I do have a YouTube channel. But, like, I don't post on it much because I, I lack severe motivation to make videos. I have days like that. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I love you, man. You're a great guy. Yeah, we will see you again soon. All right. See you, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Heart Movies Podcast. If you like what you've heard, make sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform or to the I Heart Movies YouTube channel. Make sure to follow my co-host as well. Any relevant links will be in the description for easy access. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode, so thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.